You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, money bosses. Today, I want to talk about organizing yourself and your files for the tax filing season. So we're like starting to get in the midst of everybody's getting their taxes organized. Uh, we're at the beginning of March. So the deadline for April 15th is slowly approaching. And uh, yeah, this year is going to be hopefully uh, very different than last year where we got a huge extension for filing our taxes. But I think I want to kind of approach this this conversation today from from a different angle. And I want you to know that even though IRS or Internal Internal Revenue Service demands certain types of information from us, right, in order to prepare these documents. What they really want is to collect enough information so that they know how much money you've made so that they can get their taxes. That's all they're really trying to uh, put together. So don't get frustrated. Don't become overwhelmed. All it is is just whoever has the best information or the best sources of information and files to support it wins the argument, right? If there's any. But all I'm saying is that if you have 
all of this in one place, then the, the whole filing process, right, getting your taxes submitted and all that should be pretty smooth. And it may depend on whether you have somebody helping you prepare the tax returns or you're doing it yourself, okay? So here's some things that you can start gathering throughout. Actually, I wanted to sort of think about this for you for the future, but you can kind of start gathering this information throughout um, entire year, right? And as we get closer to the tax season. And so, for example, I started, uh, I usually do start just like a regular manila folder and I write on it like, Taxes 2020. And so as statements start to come in, 1099s, W-2s, or whatever tax supporting documents in the mail, I start to build up that folder. And then I'll talk in a little bit of what, you know, how that information gets transmitted further to get the tax return done. So number one, obviously you need to have all the information available as far as like identifying uh information or res- or source. So like your social security numbers, your ID numbers if you have a business. Um, so, and if you're filing tax returns, like I know if you've done it in the previous years, you probably have it all together, but in case you're looking for a new person to do that. So for your dependents, um, for, for doing it for your parents and whoever else you're claiming is a dependent. Number two, collect all the documents that prove your income. So that's why I found it helpful to kind of put it all together in one spot, because then I'll sit and cross check and see, okay, who's... Who's, who's done what, right, and where all the income comes from. So your W-2s, 1099s. Also, for our self-employed folks, you probably need to gather all the related business expenses as well, right? Miles that you've driven on your, on your car, equipment, if you bought computers or cell phones, supplies and utilities that you pay throughout the year. So basically, um, usually just I suggest having a, uh, a spreadsheet, or maybe you have QuickBooks um, if, you, if you're running that, or any other accounting slash bookkeeping software that will allow you to pull all of this information together. Um, and so, along with the income, you're gonna you're gonna have your expenses ready there. Um, number three on my list is to pull together investment and savings accounts uh, account statements. So all of your 1099s, right? But this is for um, for for earnings from your investments. So think about things like um, a brokerage account or if you have a savings account like CDs in it or it pays you interest. So wherever you're getting funds from, those are the types of accounts that you need to have um, these forms for. So it's not your retirement account. Um, you should probably look for forms that have 1099 INT for interest and then 1099 or form 1099 DIV for dividends. Okay, so those are the things that you're gathering to to also report as income. And then last but not least is number four, which has sort of a kind of a check checklist on my mind. So I'll go through this every year is 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 to see what other additional information I need. So things like, okay, did you buy a home in the last year? So if you did, you probably do you have a mortgage? Does that did the mortgage company send you a 1098, which is a form that shows how much mortgage interest deduction you're actually going to be able to claim for the, for this last year. Real estate taxes paid. So maybe if you're escrowing your taxes um, and insurance payments with your mortgage, then it probably will be easier to pull it all together. But if you're not, where are you going to get that tax form to see how much taxes you paid? State and local taxes. So if you're living in a state that 
has those separate, so what have you paid? Regardless, right, like that's the thing I want you to remember, whether you're doing your own taxes or you're pulling this information for your accountant, and a lot of times they give you these organizers, you still have to do it. Personal property taxes, so in most states it might be like tax on your vehicles, right, so if you have to pay, pay that. Did you make any donations last year, like $250 or more, and if you have a receipt for that? Did you volunteer any time? Did you deduct any miles? So have you been keeping track for miles driven for any volunteer activities? What about medical expenses? Did you have any different medical expenses in the last year than previous year? So have you looked at you know, pulling all of those receipts together? Student loan interest, of course, if you have that. And then last but not least, there used to be investment management fees, but um, it was last time that you were, we were able to deduct that um, was a couple of years ago. Um, so I guess um, scratch that off your list. Um, so the more information you can collect, that's really what I was trying to get to here, is that the the more more accurate your data is going to be and if you you know if you have it all together in one spot the less headache it will be later um, for you to kind of look for it and so my only final thought on this i know it's a bit of an organizational uh, spot so start with that with the idea of okay maybe you don't have a manila folder and a lot of your statements or documents are electronic that's great so create the same idea create a folder that you can share easily like softwares or programs like dropbox or google drive or box whatever it is google drive is probably easily accessible by most of us if you use gmail as your as your system so set up a folder and just start dumping stuff in there. I know that my accountant, for example, likes when I just give him a folder and he goes through it and then he can come back and say, all right, here are the things you need. And so, because our taxes are kind of complex for two businesses and and so it gets to be pretty layered. But I just didn't want you to think, to to feel overwhelmed. And we tend to do that around tax season uh, and things like that. So yes, you know, if you if you owe, if you think you're going to owe taxes, that's one piece of the equation. But at least this data gathering process and organizational process shouldn't be as, as bad. And going forward, like I said, maybe throughout the year, you can be a little bit more organized and strategic where you file your documents so that when the time comes, you actually have it all together. All right. Well, I wish you all good luck. I know you're going to be well prepared for the tax season ahead of us. I know maybe some of you already are done with it. So um, good for you. Get on with <laughs> with the rest of your year. But for the rest of you, I wish you um, a happy tax season and uh, get all of your stuff organized. Until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to mainstreet-money.com 
to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.